0: The pharmaceutical sector is under strain, struggling to control rising costs while also facing the evolving needs of an ageing population that is demanding better access to personalised therapies. Today, I'm speaking to Dave Tudor, Managing Director of the Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre Quality and Biologics at CPI to discuss how it is working collaboratively with its partners in industry, academia and government to help the pharmaceutical industry adopt new technological innovations. The innovations being developed at the Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre can help the pharmaceutical sector to provide patients with better access to drugs while reducing costs. Hi Dave, thank you very much for speaking with us today. Um, Could you begin by just uh, giving a brief introduction to yourself and a background to the Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre?
1: Yeah, hi, good morning, Rob. Um, So my name's Dave Tudor, I'm the managing director of the Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre. Um, The Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre is an exciting new collaboration that's been set up with both the UK and Scottish governments involving um, both industry and academic partners. Uh, And our job is to identify and translate advanced manufacturing and digital technologies into the pharmaceutical industry, working in partnership with the regulator to ensure the technologies are commercialised.
0: All right. And why is this... Uh, centre important given the current challenges facing the pharmaceutical sector?
1: Well access to medicines and affordability of medicines is very important and you could argue we've been making medicines the same way for uh, many many decades and so this is an opportunity for the industry to adopt new technologies including digital solutions to transform the cost base of medicines. In addition to the cost base, it allows us also con- to consider being more dynamic and improve velocity in the supply chain. And that means that the patient gets the medicine uh, not only cheaper, but also gets access to the medicine quicker.
0: So who are the other founding partners in this collaborative project? And why is it so important to have both an industry perspective and an academic perspective?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, we're very fortunate. We have both the UK and the Scottish government's working in partnership with uh, this particular centre of this venture. In addition to that, we've got um, uh, two of the leading UK pharma companies in GlaxoSmithKline and in AstraZeneca as industry partners. And we've also got the University of Strathclyde. Um, as the academic research partner and of course the, the centre itself is hosted within um, the CPI organisation which is part of the high value manufacturing catapult. So we've got a very strong partnership base as founding partners. The partnership is very important because we need the combination of the academic research and development capability coupled with the manufacturing supply chain knowledge within CPI and the industry partners to um, not only develop the technology but translate it through to a commercial environment working with the regulator to drive a step change.
0: It sounds like a pretty big deal to have AstraZeneca and GSK two of the UK's biggest pharma companies working together. So how do you make this kind of collaboration successful and what does it mean to have them both on board?
1: Well, firstly, it's fantastic to have both of them on board, and uh, they are both uh, very active partners in the collaboration. Um, It it allows us to pull the collective knowledge of both these large organisations together and to set a very clear direction and ambitious development programme for some of the advanced technologies that we are looking at. To ensure it works effectively, we have very clear roles on leadership, uh, on governance and success criteria so that we make sure that we deliver the outcomes that both the industrial partners are expecting.
0: Okay. Um, Could you briefly discuss some of the current ongoing projects at the centre?
1: Yes, we launched uh, about 14 months ago, and we've got our first two Grand Challenges. We call the projects Grand Challenges. Um, The first of them is looking at um, how we make tablets and using continuous direct compression. Uh, This is a a very advanced uh, manufacturing technology that allows us to make tablets about 30% more productive versus the, the standard ways of working we have today in the industry. The second one is looking at how we supply the patient uh, with the the drug in the clinical trial. Uh, So this is a very complicated process when we're in the clinical study phase of drug development. And we're looking at ways how we can make that a much faster process and we can avoid some of the waste it takes forward. And the second one is called just-in-time automated uh, clinical supply.
0: Okay. Could you explain how how collaboration pushes these kind of projects forward?
1: I mentioned this earlier, but, but first of all, uh, collaboration allows um, the joint academic and industrial scientists to get together. So in a pre-competitive environment, we can pull our knowledge, and by pulling that knowledge, we can we can create the science um, quicker, and we can get to market quicker. And, and that is the important part of the collaboration as well as the academics and the industrial partners, then by working collaboratively, we can um, articulate the economic opportunity to both the Scottish and the UK governments. And so therefore, we are able to communicate the message and engage with stakeholders in a much more sophisticated way. Perfect. Thank you.
0: Um, I know you've recently signed several partnership deals with leading technology companies and service providers. Um, Can you comment on the... Diversity of skill sets needed to deliver the centre's goals.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a great question. Uh, in in these projects that we're working at, or these grand challenges, we we are we are really pushing the boundaries of um, some of the technologies, including digital applications. So uh, we need um, a real um, clear digital capability, and we need. Um, creative engineering in terms of how we design some of the automation hardware and i'm delighted that we've got partners coming on board to help us with that coupled with the fact that we need to have um support in terms of how we communicate our message uh, evaluate the impact in the economy and engage with stakeholders
0: so with all these partners on board what does the future hold for the center what other projects are in the pipeline and what impacts are they going to have
1: well, the future for the centre is really exciting at the moment. We we've been working for the last six months on our phase two or wave two of grand challenges, and uh, we're, we're we're very much honing in on the next two particular projects, which are focused, going to be focused in on advanced API particle engineering design, and the second one is on step change technologies for oligonucleotide manufacture. These two grand challenges are. Uh, as I said, at a very advanced stage and I hope to be launching them over the next three or four months as we go through the rest of this year. The idea behind the centre is about every 18 months to two years we have the next wave of major projects coming through. And the key thing for success here is that the projects have to be disruptive um, and ambitious for uh, the industry. And I firmly believe this next wave coming through uh, will do that.
0: So are you currently seeking any further partnerships to help deliver these projects
1: for sure we, we are we, we have a very clear um, partnership strategy we're talking already to a number of uh, other pharmaceutical companies uh, we're looking at some of the supply chain companies that support the farm industry and we're in continued discussion with technology providers so we are looking to expand uh, the partnership and as i say uh, we are at uh, quite an advanced stage of some of those discussions as we speak
0: and, and what's the benefit for these companies entering these partnerships?
1: The well it's very similar to the same benefits as say um, AstraZeneca or GSK. Uh, if, if you're in the farm industry then you get access to the step change technology that we believe will make the manufacturing supply lines more productive and will give uh, the patient a much better experience. So that, that's one angle to look at. The second thing is if you're a technology company then you get the chance to showcase your technology and be involved in Uh, what I see is a fairly unique collaboration model, certainly within um, the UK this is a unique model and allows these technology companies to be part of that uh, program.
0: Okay, Uh, Yeah, thank you very much for uh, speaking with me today, it's been really interesting to hear about everything that's going on at the Medicines Manufacturing Innovation Centre. Do you have any final thoughts on the importance of cross-sector collaboration that you'd like to discuss?
1: Yeah, I mean, that, that's a very important point. One of the things that, that we're learning in this collaboration is that there are advanced technologies that we've seen in the uh, semiconductor industry and uh, in the aerospace industry and automotive. Uh, and I think uh, we, we're, we're open to those uh, new technologies coming into the farm industry. So we, I think for one of the first times as an industry, are really opening our mindset. And learning from other sectors so i firmly believe that cross-sectorial collaboration is is very very important and i am keen for us to continue to do that uh, through the medicines manufacturing innovation center
0: dave it's been a pleasure to speak with you today about this collaborative project and i you think you've given us a lot of food for thought about the nature of collaboration and the future of pharma so thank you for your time and please keep us updated
1: okay thanks rob thanks very much thank you
0: You've been listening to CPI's Dave Tudor discuss how collaboration will deliver the pharmaceutical supply chain of the future. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to learn more, then reach out to the CPI team at uk-cpi.com forward slash contact. That's uk-cpi.com forward slash
1: contact. Thanks for listening.